Hello, Colleen. Hey, Aaron. We are back and you are brimming with excitement. I think you texted me last night and you already had a title for the episode, even though we haven't recorded. I think I think you're hyped again. So what is going on over there? I am so hyped. So this week, we have started all of the customer interviews that I'll call warm leads, people who filled out the form. They saw your tweet or my tweet, and they filled out the form saying they were interested. Mm -hmm. And so this week has been the first round of calls with those people. And it has gone so well. (laughs) Just, I mean, just so well. Like, I can't even, I can't even tell you how amazing it feels to get on a call with someone, listen to their problem, show them what we have already built, and them to say literally the words the guy yesterday said, this is exactly what I would expect a report builder that I show my customers to look like. Yeah, that feels pretty good. <laughs> oh, felt good. It, like, I even lost my, like, kind of serious Colleen because I was just so happy. Yeah. I was just like, yes. <laughs> yeah. What I've been hoping to hear for so long now. It feels great. It's different, <sighs> I, huh? It's different. So let me let me let me read to the audience the text that I got from you last night. Let's see. Colleen Schnettler. We haven't even recorded yet, but I've decided tomorrow's episode should be titled On the Precipice of Something Great. <laughs> So that's the title. I mean, obviously that's the title, but I just obviously. I just love it when you get pumped up. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> oh man, it has just been so such a great week. And I sent you that last night cuz that's exactly what it feels like. Mm-hmm. Like we're just like right there. We are climbing the mountain and things are, you know, things are clicking and we're so close. And I am just thrilled. Just thrilled. Okay, so I want to uh, I, I want to talk uh, feelings about that, but tell us how many how many calls have you had this week? And I think the the big thing is that they're different. Like we're not just reaching out and being like, "Do you have a data problem?" Because yeah. that was kind of devastating. Um, but that's these rough. are these are people that saw the screenshot that I tweeted one way or another and self selected. And so, how many of those have you done this week? Three so far, and I have two more, and one next week. Okay. Okay. And of of these, these are the, the people that are saying, yeah, this is exactly what I would be looking for, right? Yes. So the three we have had this week, all of those people responded very positive, positively to what we are building, um, showing them the demo, and it seems to meet their needs really well. And that's why I'm excited. The other thing I'm really excited about is the people who have come inbound. They're exactly what we originally mm-hmm. thought. Like they're data heavy companies and they're just, you know, they're, they're in the recycling space and the building space mm-hmm. and the supply management space. They just have a ton of data. Unsexy, and this has always been data heavy yes. normie businesses has always been exactly. the vision. Yes. So it was really, so it was twofold. It was twofold exciting. Of course, it's great to get on a call with someone, them to tell you they have this problem and you to show them what we're building and Mm -hmm. and they're excited about it. That's great. But it felt even more, you know, it felt um, great also to then learn about their businesses and see that they are all in this like data heavy space, because I think that's really where we're going to fit in really well. So talk to me about data heavy. What is it 
what is the data that they're wanting to report on? Is it mostly like like um, workflow process data or customer data or what's the kind of without you know giving away their businesses? What's the kind of stuff they're doing? So it depends on the company, mm-hmm. obviously. But what I'm hearing is that the people who are coming to us, their customers know what they want. They mm. know the data they want. It's a lot of manufacturing data, supply data, like inventory data, things like that. There's also someone who, you know, had a lot of company data. So mm-hmm. his customers are companies and they have a lot of data about their employees. Mm-hmm. And so all of that is is kind of what I have been hearing so far. So it's like almost, I mean, it's almost like exactly what we were doing at Resolute, which is the property tax company I was at a long time ago. It's like CRM, ERP, like basically all of just the data that runs the whole normie business. People are wanting to like get all of that out somehow. It's very similar. I would say these companies seem very similar to Resolute. Yeah. And some other really interesting things that came out of these calls. Several people said that they were looking at or they had tried Microsoft Power BI. Mm-hmm. And so I think that might be an interesting way to position ourselves as you can actually figure out how to use us as opposed to Power <laughs> BI, which no one can figure out how to yeah. use, by the way. And these are smart people. And everyone is just like, what is the deal? The reason I bring this up is because when we look at the landscape of, let's just say, business intelligence tools, mm-hmm. what I am hearing people do is they don't know what to do when they need an embedded business intelligence tool. And so everyone has heard of Power BI. Mm-hmm. So everyone's just like, oh, maybe I can solve this with Power BI. And if you actually Google like business intelligence tools, you're just like, it's like the internet is screaming at you with all of these sponsored ads that yeah. are really hard to understand and you don't know what any of these companies do. And so I just feel like there's such an opportunity for clear, concise, this is what we do. This is how you get your data out. Right. This is what we do. This is what we don't do. There aren't, you know, you don't have to get a certification in us to to like get this thing to work in your app because, you know, there are definitely Power BI certifications and classes and stuff like that. Um, and that means we will not be right for a certain section of people. And that's, that's totally fine. Um, I think the other nice thing about everybody looking at Power BI is Power BI is freaking expensive. <laughs> I know. I was going to say that. It's a great, it's, it's awesome. a great baseline. Yes. <laughs> it's, so yeah. expensive. it's one of those, it's just crazy expensive. So whenever anyone says Looker, Power BI, Tableau, I'm like, you know, those start at several thousand dollars a month. Like yeah. it is, it's a very, very expensive product. And one of the other interest, lots of interesting things, I think, kind of finally finding our people has has really, you know, it, in the early days, people always say to you, people who are trying to give you business advice, mm-hmm. like, oh, just listen to what your customers say and use that in your copy. But if you're talking to everyone, mm-hmm. like we were, then there was no, you know, there was really no funneling down of, of words that people used over and over. And so one of the interesting things that came out talking to these kind of data-heavy companies is... Their customers don't really need or want charts and graphs. Mm-hmm. God and so bless. One of the, I know, right? So it was funny <laughs> Thank because you I was so on. Thank so much. 
I was on the call last night and the person asked me if we were going to add charts and graphs. And I said, if you had asked me that a week ago, I would have said yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. And now I'm like, I don't think so. Like, I think that is going to be what separates us. I even wrote down a new H1. Oh, I love it. Not on our website. I just wrote it down in my notes. Um, Maybe eventually we'll go like straight base camp and our controversial opinion will be your users don't want charts and graphs. They just want their data. That's that's right? a hot take. I like that. Hot take. Yeah. Let's just let's just go in on that hot take. Yeah, I really um, like that. So I I think that was really great to learn because this is something that has concerned me because I have seen the competitors in the BI space and I'm like, oh my gosh, these dashboards they uh-huh. do. The freaking dashboards. Mm-hmm. Everyone must want it. And I think there is a perception that m- my customers want, like not our customers, but our customers' customers are like, oh. I think they want charts and graphs. And then when you give it to them, it's not actually what they want. They just want their data. Correct. Oh, that makes me so happy. Because you know what I don't want to do is build a million different charts and graphs that are infinitely configurable. So that's great. Maybe we have to do something someday. But for now, that's great. And also, red hot take. I love it. That's the best H1. <laughs> I think I think we should go with that. Um, <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Oh, man. Just, you know, ups and downs, Colleen. Right. (laughs) Oh, isn't it? It's so funny because at my co-working space, like, you know, I have lunch with my co-working friends every day. And so they've just been on the roller coaster with me like this. The other day after we got I had two calls in a row. I think you were on one of them. So I had two in a row that day. And once I got off the second one, I was like walking around the conference room. I was so excited. And I was making all this noise. <laughs> Just high-fiving people. Yeah, yeah. Pushing kids into lockers. Like, I'm the boss here. <laughs> yeah. Another thing I think is going to break us out from the competitors is embedded first. Yeah. What I am noticing is all of our competitors are trying to embedded was an afterthought for all of them. Like none of them, they built their thing and then they were like, Oh, people might want to embed this. And then they embedded it. Like it wasn't, it it wasn't built in from the ground up. Mm -hmm. And I think our offering, like our tight offering is embedded first, no charts and graphs, just your data, just your data in a Mm -hmm. table. And that feels very, crispy, I guess. It's not like super clear, but it feels very focused, right? Like we are embedded first. You can use it internally. Sure. That's great. You can use it for your customers. That's great. But we aren't trying to hit all these segments of um, the market. Like that's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. And everyone that we've talked to wants it embedded, like all the people that, you know, maybe that's a selection bias because they saw that it was embedded on the tweet, but everybody's like, yeah, I I need this in my app. I don't want to make I don't want to make my customers go to some third party thing to like get their data out of my app. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to say anything? Because I still have another, more on this list that I want to talk about, <laughs> well, but I feel I, like I should very take thoughtful a of you. Yeah. That's you're welcome. Do I want to such say a good anything? co-founder. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Do you wanna... oh, what an opportunity I've been given to say something. Um Yeah, I, I want to talk feelings for a second. It feels really weird. So We've been doing this for um, approximately 1,000 years at this point, and it feels weird to have people look at something and be like, yeah, that's that's exactly what I want. Oh, it's a couple hundred dollars a month. That sounds great. How soon can I have it? That feels really weird um, because for the longest time, we've just been wandering around in the desert, um, and it's... It feels good, but I'm, I feel like I'm having a hard time wrapping my head around it of like, wait, 
is this working? Like, have we gotten to a point where we have found we have found something that people need and are willing to pay a lot of money for? And like, is this actually going to happen? Do you feel any of that? I think I feel less of that because I'm doing the calls. So like every day this week, I have had someone tell me like over email too. I just told you about the calls, but I'm getting it. I sent you that email this morning. So I think I feel the disbelief less Mm because people are actually saying it to me and I keep hearing it. Yeah. It is very, very exciting. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I am. It was funny. I was thinking this last night, like I may have moved from cautiously optimistic to just straight up optimistic. Wow. (laughs) That's a big change. I like that. Yeah, it is. And, And you know, we wouldn't have gotten here if we hadn't wandered in the desert for a while. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You know, whatever broken road that led me straight to you. But like, I would have, I would have preferred to just get here immediately. That would have been way more awesome. But yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Do you listen to country music? Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) You just quoted me country music. But have you know? Here's the deal. I live in Texas, and I went to Texas A and M, and you just, you just can't escape it in in public places. And so I'm familiar with some of the the mega hits, of which that is one. I'm sure. Of which that is. One. Yes. Yeah, of course it would have been nice to get here faster or sooner. And you know, it here is is still precarious. Yeah. Like we, we no have one has lot, given us money no, yet. Like, we have a lot of risk left. We have a lot of execution risk left. There's still a lot of execution risk. Yeah. And we'll see. We will um, see. But uh, man, I I feel like this just really feels like it's working. Like people are seeing it. And if they have concerns or questions, they're so minor and feels feels like this is the thing. This feels so feels good. New new plan for the next business we do. We don't start a podcast until we reach this point. <laughs> we, we, we reach this point, and then we're like, hey, let's start a podcast talking about how we're going to figure my- stuff out. And then it's like, oh, wow, everything works immediately. So just <gasps> oh, a little branding plan. exercise for next time. Good plan. Good plan. Yeah. I like it. What else is on your list? Okay. So, yeah. So I want to talk about content. This is a great one for us to talk about because you actually do content in your full-time job. But I am going to be doing content for Hello Query. So I, that I shared with you, have put together mm-hmm. kind of a content list. But I think what I'm, I don't want to say but I think, I what seems to be happening in the BI world is it's, you're overwhelmed with big enterprise tools, and it's really hard to sift through them. Love it already. So I thought to start, I would use them. Like I'd embed them in a working application and just write content about the challenges and the struggles and like compare. Like my first, I was saying I would just do Tableau versus Microsoft BI. So I just kind of wanted to get your, I guess what I'm saying is I'm creating content about something I am not an expert. I am not a data scientist. But maybe that's good because I've never used Tableau before. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've joined the, I'm infiltrating the Tableau developer Slack. I'll have you know. So oh, they're going to steal gonna them away. They're going to you queen for life in the next like one month. I guarantee you. <laughs> and, um, so I wanted to get your, your kind of advice on writing content about uh-huh. something I don't know anything about. Do you think this is the right way to approach it? Um, yeah, so a couple questions. Are you asking, is this the right way to approach it in terms of content selection? Like, is this the thing you should be writing about? Or have you decided this is the thing you're writing about? Is this the right way to approach writing about that thing? 
The second one. This is what I'm going to write about, like Microsoft BI alternatives, because that's what people are Googling. But am I approaching it the right way? Like, And the reason I bring this up is because the time, not that I'm going to become an expert, sure. but, you know, I want to get my hands dirty and I want to play with it. That's going to take time. Like for me to speak intelligently about what you can do with it, it feels slow, right? Because right. I'm a beginner. Right. And so do you think this is the right way to approach it? Yes. So in my opinion, I think you have a unique advantage in that you are not the expert. And so you don't have all that blindness of like, I'm going to skip over the first 35 steps because I've been doing this for 10 years, right? And I think that can be... Like that can be a, a an advantage for us because the people we're going after presumably don't know very much about it either and are trying to get it, you know, installed, embedded, working for the first time, maybe. Or or they're business owners and they're like, I don't wanna be a embedded BI expert. Um, and so you can't speak to me as if I am one because I'm super not. So that I think can lead to a good point of view in the content. Um and so I would lean, okay. I would lean into that and maybe even do like the beginner's guide. Cause I don't know what the content, like, I don't know That's what the good. content, um, landscape looks like, but if it's anything like the database content landscape, it's experts writing content for other experts and giving conference talks for other experts. And it's like, yeah, that's that's how these, you know, that's how these industries work. There's nothing wrong with it, but it leaves a huge hole at the bottom of people speaking to the dabblers or the beginners or the not career changers, but like career adjacent. So, I think the MySQL for developers course is a good example. Like all the content is not for DBAs. A DBA would know almost everything in the course. But the audience is developers who want to be better at databases. And so I think you have this advantage because once you learn a whole bunch about all these embedded BI tools, it's going to be harder to talk about here's how you do it from the point of view that uh, of someone who hasn't ever done it. So I think pay super close attention as you're learning about all this stuff because that advantage slowly wears off as you learn it. You become more and more an expert and you forget that like... There are a lot of beginners out there who are currently in your stage and you can write for them. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because when I think of our product, this is how I've been thinking about it based on the calls we've done. We are selling to product managers, mm -hmm. but we need buy-in from the developers. And so what I see, and again, it's, this is a small sample size, but what I see is like there's a you know an actual person in my office and he is not technical and he needed reporting. Mm -hmm. So he went with Power BI because it was the only thing he had ever heard of. Mm -hmm. And so you're targeting kind of that person who's like the product person who may or may not be technical. Mm -hmm. And that person would be new to BI. We're not targeting, as we talked about, we're not targeting data scientists who know how to use all the BI tools. We're targeting the companies that don't have data scientists, don't want a full-time data scientist or BI expert, mm -hmm. but still need the embedded data out. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Then I'll do, I like that idea. I feel like you're absolutely right. Your comparison of BI tools to database was spot on. Like the information out there is for people who are professional data scientists and for people like everyone else who yeah. needs embedded reporting, there's, there's nothing there. So um, I like that idea. Yeah, it also makes your life easier because you don't have to go into like the nitty gritty detail of certain types of pivot chart differences between these two. It's like, no, dude, that's that's for the data scientists. They don't 
I don't care about that. So that makes your job a lot easier. Yeah. And I am someone who has little patience. So if something doesn't work or it is not obvious how it works quickly, I get annoyed. You become quickly. furious. <laughs> I become furious. Okay. So I sh- this thing happened with Butter CMS. Oh, and- classic. Oh, my gosh. I was very nice. But like, it took them like a week to get me in touch with the developer. And Uh-oh. I was like, oh, this non-technical support people for technical mm-hmm. products anyway bad idea Side yeah bad my idea. uh um <laughs> my my wife is also the same way if something like if something annoys her she quickly like these minuscule things she'll just like get furious and one of the things is um like you know how sometimes your silverware drawer or like your your utensil drawer has the little like it gets stuck you try to pull it open and it gets yes. stuck because something has gone askew and askance and I've had to tell her, like, okay, if it gets stuck, like, you can't just pull as hard as you can, because whatever is stuck is going to break. So maybe just, like, maybe just let me know. And she's like, well, I solved the problem, didn't I? I'm like, yeah, I guess I guess technically, but our spatula is now broken. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's funny, because she's, that. like, the, you know, the most gentle person in the world. But these little things, like, when a drawer doesn't open, it just sends her into a whole other dimension. It's the funniest thing ever. I love that. I um, So I was trying out Tableau to write this content. So what I'm going to do, so this is kind of cool. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to take for the content, I'm mm-hmm. going to take a simple thing um, for simple file upload and like reporting and do embedded Tableau, do embedded Tableau, Smart. sorry, Tableau, uh, do embedded Power BI, but like the schema explorer in, in Tableau. So I, let me just tell you this. So I hook up my database mm-hmm. to Tableau, read-only access, um, obviously. And so this is, I'm going to just explain it to you real quick. So what I have is I have users are connected to teams through a membership. Okay. And then a team can have many buckets okay. and a bucket can have many files. Okay. Tableau couldn't figure out the join table. So I had to like manually go into their visual. They want like, they don't, they want it all visual. Like they have blocks. They're like, here's your tape, drag your table in. Mm. So you have to like drag the user's table in, drag your team's table in. It's like, oh, I see those are connected, right? Because those are has many and belongs to. Mm-hmm. That's easy. So it connects those. Then I try to drag in the membership's table and the user's table. And the whole thing is just like, nope, yep. can't do it. Can't figure it out. I was like, yeah, man, those, those visual things work for like the first 90% of the way. And then you're totally hosed and it's super frustrating. Yeah, it was, it was like, I had to like go in. I mean, it was fine. I figured out how to do it, but it was also kind of like, why did you even give me this visual ed- yeah. editor? <laughs> uh, as you're learning good. all this, will you take a whole bunch of screenshots for me and put yeah, them in a, That's a, great a drive idea. somewhere? Yeah, I will do that. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but like, so that's something that, you know, just be, yeah, was just frustrating. And I was like, okay, so now not only do I have to tell you how these t- tables connect, fine, I would have to do that with SQL anyway. I have to figure out how to tell you how these tables connect in your interface. Right. Literally, all I'm trying to report is like the number of images uploaded per day per user for right. a user, right? That should be so easy. Yeah. And that's anyway. the frustrating thing is you could do that in SQL pretty quickly. But instead, yes. you're doing this runaround where it's you're trying to build it in their proprietary thing. I saw something on Hacker News come up the other day that was like, we solved SQL or we wrote the the new version of SQL and it's better. And everybody was like, you know, SQL's fine. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a problem with SQL. Good luck with your thing. And I, I'm, you know, I personally feel the same way. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. SQL, SQL's fine. I don't I don't need a huge abstraction on top of it. So, yeah. And that was the thing is I was like, okay, this feels like a completely unnecessary abstraction. Yeah. All right. What else you got? Next topic. 
That's it. That's it. We hit the list. That's all. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, next week is uh, 4th of July week, so we have a few days off at Planet Scale. Um, We've got Monday the 3rd and then the 4th, of course. And then we also do every month, um, the first Friday of every month we have off, which happens to fall next week. And so, yeah, it's a a two-day work week, which... uh, Nice. Yeah, it's not (laughs) going to be very productive for anybody. But, um, yeah, that'll be awesome. So I'll be able to... I'll be able to get a lot done um, next week. And then on a different note, I think this weekend I may go look at some minivan. (laughs) Yeah, you are. Yeah. Is that like the most embarrassing thing you've ever heard? I mean, they're, they're just too practical and I think we might need a minivan. So if, if you see now, um, I drive a forerunner and Jennifer drives a VW Atlas, which is like a midsize SUV. Um, but you know, it's getting to the point where kids can start to climb in and out and it's like, I don't want to freaking pick them up and the doors at the grocery store and the garage. And it's like, dang, we got to get a minivan, don't we? So pray for me. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to be a minivan dad, but I think it's coming. So I'm going to go look at one of those this weekend. So that's my (laughs) exciting, that's my exciting news. This is exciting. I'm telling you, once you get those automatic sliding doors, you're never going to go back. You have a minivan? Yeah. yeah. Of course I have a minivan. Okay. I've had a minivan for eight years. Okay. That makes me That makes me feel better. There's so many, there's so much room for activities. There's so yeah. many cup holders, automatic sliding doors. It's real nice. Yeah. It'll grow on you quite quickly. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to hear. That's what everyone that owns one says is like, yeah, it kind of sucks, but man, you're never going to go back. <laughs> Like, okay. Well, true. Must be something to it. All right. Anything else? That's it. All right. We will end it there.